0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, we're back yet again. Episode number three of That's Relatable. I am Ben. I and I'm Benj. And uh, we're back bringing you a conversation about all things that you might find relatable during your day today.
1: Yeah, I woke up uh, past 12 p.m. noon today. And, uh, you know, for all of our listeners out there, um, can I just get a hashtag relatable in the chat on uh, Thursday, uh, 12 p.m. wake up?
0: Now, here's a good question for you, Um, just to start off, on the topic of waking up in the morning. What is the most ideal time, you think, to balance productivity and a good night's rest? What's the best time in the morning, you think, is to wake up? You know, is it 8 a.m., is it 5 in the morning, right at the crack of dawn, or is it noon?
1: You know, I'm actually a fan of um, the 9 a.m. wake up, Mm. um, 9 to 10 uh, you know, it's later. It's later in the day for sure. But I'm a I'm a late worker. You know, I, I find myself uh, working, you know, well past six on a lot of days, um, or working, on, uh, nights. And uh, you know, the the party don't start uh, till the sun goes down anyway. Mm. So um, you know, why wake up early? That's what I have to say.
0: You know, that's a that's a great point. And I think the counter argument that some might have uh, to rebuttal is that you wake up at five in the morning. By the time you hit noon, you've already been up for like seven hours. You know, there's a lot you can get done. But here's what I have to say to that. And you kind of touched on it. You wake up at five in the morning, you know, you start to hit like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. And I'm ready for bed. Yeah. And I'm a night owl. And so that's just not going to not going to cut it for me. See, I'm going to agree with you. I think 830 a.m. to 9 a.m. for me is the ideal wake up time. Because I'm able to get some stuff done, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm, I, I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nourishing my body enough, right. yeah. where I, I'm not doing myself a disservice. You know,
1: I think uh, there's there's something to say about that whole Benjamin Button theory, um, because as I get older, I do feel myself feeling like a newborn baby after getting a well night's rest of sleep. You know, hmm. um, so to all those who wake up at 5 a.m., all I have to say to you is. Um, how do those wrinkles feel because you're old that's what I have to say
0: following up to what we were just talking about what is the best side of the bed to wake up on you know people always say oh that guy's grumpy he must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed but I'll, I'll tell you what I don't know what the right side of the bed is I don't even know if there is such a thing so if such a correct side of the bed does exist which side do you think that would be you know, I'm not really sure, and I think that, you know, begs the question,
1: um, based on that question, is um, if you are not married or, or not living with your significant mm. other, why why put your bed in the middle of the room? If if you sleep by yourself and you don't have, uh, don't have, uh <laughs> sorry, Aaron. I don't know, someone's team's went off, and I don't know whose it was. <laughs> is somebody else in this building? Um Anyway, uh, if uh, if you are, you know, uh, sleeping alone and uh, your bed is not in the corner of your room, mm. you're a psychopath.
0: Is that what they say? Or is that just what you say?
1: That's what I say, but I am they, so mm. that is what they say. Um, because I'm a wall sleeper, you know, I like sleeping up against the wall. Maybe it's because I'm lonely. Wait, I'm not sure, but... backtrack. Um, so
0: are you saying you, you, like, stand up against the wall? You st- like, you, you stand sleeping like a horse?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Uh, see, that way no one can ever sneak up on you when you're asleep you know you're you're ready Mm -hmm. so you don't wake up on either side of the bed necessarily you kind of just rise and shine I'll tell you what there there's one guy who we all know and love um actually let me let me backtrack we all know him maybe some of you don't love him I'm a big fan of his movies personally but but my guy Will Smith man he he must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed him and Chris Rock were not Getting along very well um, earlier this week at the Oscars, were they?
1: No, they were not. Um, you know, you know. I, <laughs> there's so there's so much to say. Um, I uh, all I have to say is Chris got rocked. Um, that's the first that's the first point I would make. Chris, Chris got rocked.
0: Chris did get rocked, but I'll tell you what, he has an iron chin. He you does know? it. Yep
1: yeah, he is like a, he is like the uh, the chin in that uh, in that. Uh, uh, ch- uh, children's uh, TV show. Oh, the Crimson uh, Chin. Yeah, you're the talking Crimson about. Chin uh, from the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, um, yeah, that's just like Chris Rock. But.
0: Y- you know, you're you're absolutely right, and Will Smith's a pretty big dude, and I, I can only imagine he packs a pretty powerful slap. But
1: well, the guy's hands have to be larger than, than average. They oh. gotta be. Um, and as as our uh, friend uh, and coworker Jay. Uh, talked to us about earlier this week you know all that movie training paid off because if you could see me right now you know I got my left hand up to block what's coming next and my right hand going in for that slap and mm. so will knew what he was doing it was a tactical move it really was it really was
0: you know what at first I thought happened some people said that it was staged but really what I thought yeah you, you know when you were a kid when some kid uh, would come up to you and tell you that if your hand was bigger than your face that you were gonna die right you know and then you'd put your your hand up to your face and they just smack you yeah right i I thought that's what will was going to attempt to do to chris you know play a funny joke um on him since he just made a a a joke about his wife i'm not going to say that it was a funny joke um but he did make a joke and uh he he just forgot to set chris up with that um the the lead up to that punchline he he just went right right to the punchline no pun intended yeah um but the reason i I i bring up chris and will, um, while being at the Oscars might not be the most relatable thing, what is relatable is when someone just pisses you off, you know, when they just make you mad, when they grind your gears. And uh, there have been a lot of times in my brief life that someone has said something to me, a friend or a stranger, and it's just really made me kind of upset, you know, made me want to give them a little backhand to the face. And so... We're going to be talking about some of those moments now. And as I say that, Benj, is there a moment that comes to mind for you when someone said or did something and it really just, you know, it was pressing your buttons?
1: Yeah. Um, You know, we're human. We all have buttons to be pressed. Um, And although most of the time I do find myself being the one who's pressing buttons rather than getting my own pressed, um, I I have found myself on the slap.com before. Um, Shout out to Robbie Shapiro. Um, But... You know, one of the first uh, instances that comes to mind is um, for th- for those that you don't know, um, I'm uh, I'm what I'm what some call a, g- a ginger. Um, you know, I have red hair, and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, you know, it's it's long, it's luscious, um, it's good, and I, I like I like who I am. You know, um, but I but I am a ginger. Um, And a lot throughout my uh, adolescence and uh, my 19 years of life on this planet, I found uh, many people, you know, attempting to pick fun at at the fact that I I have red hair. And, uh, you know, it really does not bother me at all. You know, I, I understand it. Um, I get it. Uh, you know, I don't respond in the way that that one guy did with that YouTube video where he, he's going off saying that you know gingers do have souls, and he's really mad at South Park. Yeah. And what, whatever. What's
0: the What's the most common jab at gingers that you think you receive? You know,
1: probably that that we don't have souls, or um, regardless, I, I found myself in in many of circumstances where. Uh, <laughs> You know, people are trying to make fun of me, and it really doesn't bother me at all. You know, I feel like I'm one who can uh, take a take a hit. It really doesn't bother me. But there was just one, there was one at one time where me and Ben was actually there. Um, we were at a summer camp, and uh, there was this girl that we really did not get along with in the first place, um, or at least I, I didn't get along with. Uh, you know, we had a history. Um, we had a friend who she was she was not super kind to, um, and that really bothered me. Um, but one day I was talking to another, another, um, another friend of ours who was also, um, a female and, uh, we were talking and this girl came over, um, to interrupt that and, uh, just blurted out, um, the fact that it looks like I don't have eyebrows. Um, mm. and that's because, that's uh, no my, note. my eyelashes and eyebrows are, are so blonde that they're almost clear. Um, and that really bothered me. Uh, for some reason, it just—it just—you uh, know—I started getting the shakes. I st- my face probably went red. I started getting Ooh. the shakes. You know, my knees started trembling. Uh, palms sweaty. Um, you know, knees mom, weak. Yeah, yeah, You know, arms it, are heavy. Yeah, right. It's it probably ate some of mom's spaghetti beforehand. Um, and uh, you know, I just had to take one one step back, and uh, you know release, you know, just, uh, just release the demons before the demons could get to me. You know what I'm saying? So that would be one instance, um, of a time where, you know, I felt like I was going to just Will Smith that girl. Um, but that would be a lawsuit, uh, waiting to happen. So
0: indeed it would be, um, yeah, quite a familiar situation. I'm sure most of our redheaded viewers may be able to find themselves relating to is being made fun of for the color of your hair, um, the fluorescent nature of the, uh, the wig that you carry on top of your head.
1: You know, and I'd just like to say that, uh, for all of our redheaded viewers out there, this is a safe space. Um, the comment section on this, on this podcast, we're here for you. Um, you know, uh, we, we, uh, we appreciate who you are. Um, yeah so feel free. keep listening. I hope that's relatable
0: no that was uh, that was great. Thank you for sharing um and, and being so transparent and so a- as I listen to that, I think about some moments within my own life where I felt like I just wanted to give someone a quick knuckle sandwich for their yeah. behavior and their and their uh their verbiage and uh maybe not so frustrating as to um you know start a physical altercation but more of a confusing like why is this even a, a, a conversation kind of thing? Um, I, I'm sure many of you uh, uh, younger people around our age can relate to this, you know. Th- there's kind of an art that comes along with driving with your knees and that may, for, yeah. uh, that, that may be for a variety of reasons. Maybe uh, you're running late and you need to eat your lunch and so you're grubbing it up while you drive. Um, or maybe you need to send a quick text message and uh, you're using the old kneecaps to, you know, move your car around. So, one time, I was at a red light, for any of you Buffalo natives. I was at the corner of Evans and Sheridan, and uh, there were probably about 25 cars in front of me. It was peak rush hour, and the like I said, the re- the light was red. I was like the 25th car back, and so I was sending a text. I was sitting there. I was expecting to be sitting there for probably four or five minutes, and this older woman comes up on my right, um, and I don't want to be ageist, but it was a boomer moment for sure, and uh, she, she came up. And she's yelling at me, she's honking, and i I hear this honking, and so I'm looking around trying to figure out who's honking at who and I realized this woman was trying to get my attention and so i I looked over at her and and I rolled my window down as she was instructing me to do, and she goes, "You young kids are always on your phones, you need to stop texting, you're gonna cause an accident and so in my mind, I'm thinking like i'm I'm stationary right now, you know, in fact, my car was in park, I had been sitting there for so long, so there was zero chance that I was gonna create an accident from my my actions and so I said I'm sorry you're you're mad at me because I'm texting at a red light let me get that correct and so she just keeps spewing her toxic goo all over my you know my day um it was really dampening uh the mood and so what, what I said to her I didn't want to I didn't want to be mean you know they say respect your elders um she wasn't respecting me but instead of uh or you know sending back some toxic goo her way what I said was you know I apologized Um, I said I'm sorry not for me texting while I'm parked but for the way that my texting made you feel and uh, that didn't make her very happy but at this point the light was green and I um, I happily kept going about my day But that really threw me off for, you know, two or three minutes because I was wondering, what does this old lady have beef with me for? Yeah. You know, know. I'm just minding my own.
1: Really, shout out to all of our nursing home dwellers out there. Um, As Dwight Smith says, um, nothing you say matters until you reach the age of 45. So, um, you know, really, we love you old people, um, even when you have an okay boomer moment. Um, But as you were saying that, I thought of uh, another instance um, where – where, um, you know, an in, in, in outburst, and altercation, um, almost had broken out. Um, and I was at the ripe age of 11 years old, um, and I was driving. Um, now, I was not personally driving, but my sister was driving. And um, we were driving uh, uh, for – shout out to uh, our Buffalonian natives um, – on the pilgrimage to Erie, Pennsylvania for the Krispy Kreme and Chick-fil-A combo. I know many of you before uh, Quickie Chickie um, – Made it to Buffalo, New York. Um, you guys, you guys many of, m- took many of trips um, down the old road um, to Erie, Erie, PA, Erie, PA, to get your uh, donut and chicken fills. Um, but anyway, we were driving uh, down there. And, uh, you know, my 11-year-old brain, I saw a box cutter in this car, um, one of those ones that you flip up. And um, a guy pulled up next to me at a red light. I looked at him flipped up this box cutter at this guy and um he was not happy he was not happy with me um and I'd say he was about 35 years old, um, and so the 24-year uh, age gap between us did not stop him from getting out of the car at this red light and uh, banging on my window and uh, trying to get 11-year-old uh, Benj out of the car um, so he could uh, he could probably Will Smith me was what he was trying to He's do trying but, to give you the business. You know, as you know, eight years later, what I'd say to my younger self in that moment is get out of the car and let him do it because there would probably be a fat paycheck in my hands um, after that um, or a sentence for this guy, one of the two, man, but, you, but you, justice would have been paid.
0: You might be sitting on a pile like Warren Buffett at this point. Had you just let him, you know, do his thing. Um, some would say the kids these days would say that both of you woke up and chose violence. Um, right. You, <laughs> to be fair, you did flash a box cutter at this man. Um, but I would, I, I would go back and Uh, like to remind everybody that you were in fact 11 years old and this man was (laughs) much older than that you know honestly maybe um, some discretion on this part was necessary
1: I'm still I'm still taking the over on the 11 year old with the box cutter versus the 35 year old man Mm. um, with a uh, you know probably mental disorder so
0: yeah you know Vegas likes those odds Mm -hmm. Um, and and on the topic of Vegas they make a lot of money Um, and, and you know who else makes a lot of money uh, tell me. Amazon. Amazon, yep. And uh, we're going to talk about Amazon a little bit. All of us are familiar with it. Or you just like to window shop and peruse the Zahn and look for things that might marginally improve your life. Um, we, we've all spent some time on the website, you know. And uh, we, we've all seen some items that may or may not actually be helpful, but that two-day shipping can be tempting, can't yeah. it? And so uh, today... To, uh, to wrap up this segment, we're going to look at some items um, that Jeffrey has available on his e-commerce website. And we're going to decide whether or not we would actually buy those or whether we would not buy those, uh, if, you will, if you would cop them or if you would drop them. So we're going to get started. Uh, but before that, Benj, what's one item that you've bought on Amazon that seemed weird but has benefited you in the long run?
1: You know... Um well, it would actually be my most recent Amazon purchase. Um, and uh, <clears throat> it would uh, it would be the overalls that were um, that were showcased in uh, the Lonely Islands. Um, I believe it was Mother Lover. I believe um, it was. And uh, I, w- I bought them and I wear them. And uh, um, needless to say... Uh, they're probably one of my favorite uh, items in my uh, clothing collection, so.
0: You know, overalls are coming back in style and I've seen these overalls and they're, they're, they're dope. They're very bright and colorful. Um, I would wear them personally. Um, yeah, I can't say that I've ordered anything from Amazon too recently, but maybe after perusing this list, my mind will be changed. So we're gonna jump right into it. I'm not gonna tell you the price of these items because that might influence your decision. If money was not an object, that's that's the stipulation here. Would you or would you not buy these items? So the first one is a bird feeder that attaches directly to your window. You know? If you're a bird watcher, if you're a a big enthusiast of the blue footed booby, um you might want to get this uh bird feeder that attaches right to your window. You don't have to walk out to the backyard. Not a whole lot of hassle involved. Um but that's not the question. The question is would you buy it?
1: And my answer is absolutely not. Um, And if you'd like an explanation, I can give you one. Um, And that's because birds aren't real. Um, They work for the government. They work for the bouge. bouge, And, um, you know, I do not need those spies looking into my window. Mm. Um, You know, although um, I do like being tracked by the government, that's why I got um, my COVID-19 vaccine, um, so I could be tracked and get chipped, um, I don't need um, those feathery spies um, looking in, um, and uh, you know, probably seeing things that would scar. Um, you know, that's all I have to say. So it would be an absolutely not for me.
0: You know, I I really like how in depth um, you got into explaining the the reason why you would not like to feed those little varmints called birds outside of your window. Um, I've heard the theory that they're members of the, bourgeois, uh, the bourgeoisie, but. Um, I've never gotten close enough to a real bird to make an assessment for myself. You
1: know, that should really be all the evidence that you need.
0: Now, what I will say, um, is there is one bird and this is a true story. Uh, it's a cardinal or so I think, and it sits on a branch outside of my sister's window at my house. And, uh, it'll just sit on this branch for hours on end and it will kamikaze itself into the window over and over and over and over and over. And over. And it's done this for like three years. And I can't figure out why. Um, it, it insists on giving itself brain damage, but perhaps that's the reason why it's continued for so long. Its brain has just turned into a mushy ball of nothing.
1: Well, it's probably because its batteries haven't been changed in a long time.
0: That's fair. Or maybe it's programmed to infiltrate our house. And yeah, true. Get true. all of the
1: all the secrets you're really hiding.
0: boring secrets that are being yeah. hidden inside of my home. Um, so who knows? All right. So the next item that we got available <laughs> on the Zahn is a a miniature hand squirrel. So I'm just going to explain this a little bit for the listeners since you might not be able to exactly uh, picture what this looks like. It's a miniature hand squirrel. And uh, just imagine finger puppets, but two of them are feet, two of them are hands, and one of them is the head. The head goes on your middle finger. The, uh, The feet, or the hands, I guess, go on your ring and pointer fingers and the feet go on your thumb and pinky and uh it, it kind of looks like a weird looking demon squirrel on your fingers. Um so Benj is looking at the picture of this with me, but based on the picture or the description, would you buy it? Yes or no? Copper drop.
1: Absolutely I'd buy it. Um <clears throat> you know this thing <laughs> this thing turns me off. yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh absolutely i'd buy i'd buy the uh what is it called finger
0: squirrel uh, let, uh what is the thing miniature hand squirrel oh. um you know i think just
1: the uh the hands and feet alone um i could do without the head um i, I don't know it's i think it's an abs- <laughs> it's an absolute buy well,
0: let me let me read the description for you guys um and you can do with this what you will. These vinyl squirrel finger covers are the 2.0. Oh, there's a there's a 1.0 over oh, wow. So this is not only a finger <laughs> squirrel not but beta. this is the this is the second iteration of this finger squirrel. Um, the vinyl squirrel finger covers are the 2.0 version of the sock puppets we all grew up loving. Okay, so I understand. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that makes. Did sense. anybody grow up loving sock puppets? I feel like they did more damage <laughs> no. than they did good, you know? A- so. Apparently, they fit seamlessly onto your fingertips, creating the illusion that your palm is the squirrel's body. Now, I'm looking at this picture, and there's no illusion being <laughs> created at all. In fact, it kind of looks like a like a raw chicken body with some squirrel bits attached to it. But um, we're going to move on from the weird hand squirrel. Um, Okay. (laughs) Next one, waving inflatable guy. Um, Or if you guys can imagine the weird colorful tube men that are uh, outside of car dealerships. Would you buy one or would you not? Um,
1: You know, I don't want to speak for you, but um, I'd say no because –
0: you're my best friend, and you have beef with these guys. You know I do. I knew you were going to say that. So I, I have a lot of beef um, with these two guys. Uh, they're always looking at me the wrong way. They're always um, with the stupid look on their face like they own the place, waving around in the wind, not a care in the world. Um, they don't have to worry about anything, you no, know. They, they don't, don't have to worry about a job or feeding themselves or or paying for gas or taxes or inflation. Yeah. You know, they they just have to worry about being a big, stupid, colorful, inflatable guy that sells cars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Simply put, these guys suck. I I hate tube guys. Yeah. Really, I do. Yeah. I I have a beef with them, and I think that's uh, all of the air airplay that we're going to give them.
1: You know, um, I I would say I. You know, here's one stipulation. I would buy if so all the money in the world, I'd buy all the inflatable tube tube guys so I could burn them all.
0: Hmm. I that, would. Yeah. I'd say that's a noble thing of you to do. Okay, moving on. Oh my God. Okay. Um. Well, I, I as I'm looking through, um, there there's just so many things on here that I want to get to, but we don't really have time to explain. So what we're gonna do. It was, we're just going to do some rapid fire, okay. and uh, we're going to talk about some of these things. So, fake news button. Yeah, of course. It, it just says fake news when you press it. Yeah, well, of course. Why would you not? An Idaho potato with your face on it. So, apparently, you can buy a potato from Idaho with your face printed on it. Yes. I also would buy this. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think there needs to be much of an explanation. No, and in 10
1: years, that's worth so much.
0: It is. It, and you can make a clock out of it, a spud clock. Spud clock, yep. You've or ever, spud gun. If you guys never did that when you were in elementary school, I feel bad for you and uh, grieve your childhood. Um, baguette slippers. They're just slippers that look like a baguette that you would get from Panera Bread. No, that's I a wouldn't. money no. grab. Yeah, these are stupid. That's a money grab. These are stupid. I'd rather just get a real baguette and shove it onto my foot. Yeah, exactly. It would, it would probably yeah. feel just as soothing as this. Yeah. Okay, a, a baguette pillow. We're keeping the bread theme here. No. No. See, also, again, that just looks like a big loaf of bread and now I'm hungry. Um, I, I feel like one night I would wake up seeing that and then take a bite into it and be disappointed by the fact that it's not a real baguette.
1: Yeah, like whoever makes these baguette things, obviously their parents are divorced.
0: Or they just don't have parents at all. True. Like Batman.
1: Yeah, I hate orphans.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, a miniature zen kitty litter box. So, for any of you Pinterest girls out there, you might have seen the little boxes of sand that you can get the miniature rakes for. You know, it's supposed to be a Zen garden, but um, it's it's with a twist. It now is made to look like a kitty litter box. There's little pieces of cat poop and little cats in there. Stupid. I feel like you're around cats so much where this would just be nauseating for you. Yeah, I think it's just stupid. I'm gonna agree with that. And uh, I think... A good way to end this, the last item that we're going to talk about here is instant underpants. And so if you guys can ever uh, imagine when you were a kid playing with those towels that you would buy all scrunched up and you throw them in water and then poof, voila, it's now a towel. It's that, but underwear. You just add water. You know, I would say this is a
1: buy, but seeing I don't wear underwear, it's it's just – like pointless.
0: You, you go commando.
1: I do go commando.
0: I respect that. <laughs> Thanks. You know, it gives you a little natural AC, little ventilation. You know, I, I respect that big time. Uh, <laughs> oh my, oh God. my God. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to close my laptop and stop looking at these items before I, um, have an aneurysm. So yeah, you know, there's a lot of things on Amazon. It's a, it's a wide world, um, of, Weird things that you can purchase on Jeff Bezos's demonstrative website, and uh, I hope that some of you can maybe uh, get some insight into what your next Amazon purchase is going to be based off of what we've been talking about today,
1: or what your next Amazon purchase will Won't not be. be. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, you know, let's uh, let's all not forget that the uh, Zahn is created by a guy who went bald in middle school and now has to just rip off everybody. Um, with his big business because he got made fun of for having no hair in middle school so much so Mm. yeah
0: yeah i I agree with that and uh at the very least if you guys aren't going to get some insight onto a purchase or lack thereof i hope that you could come away from today's podcast thinking "Hmm, that was relatable so uh yeah we're going to see you guys next time in the next episode stay tuned for uh our podcast where we talk about everything in this world that you might be able to relate to So uh, take care of yourselves. And my name is Ben.
1: And my name is Benj.
0: And we'll see you later.